You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store. But you've probably already figured this out. So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we share our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we're sharing with you perhaps the best product description we've ever seen. We're also going to share what makes this particular one so good and how you can use the formula it follows to create product descriptions that are going to sell more on your online store. Before we dive in, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share and leave a review. It would mean the world to us, plus it will help other online store owners discover the information they are looking for. Let's dive in. We hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so I was looking on Marketplace for some bookshelves for my office and I came across possibly the best product description I've ever seen. So what I might do is just read it out if that's all right. So you can actually head to our website to see a screenshot of this as well uh, and we'll link that up for you. But it says, selling a bookcase if anyone is interested in not driving all the way to Ikea, dealing with people touching everything, getting lost in the maze of products, carrying the books to the car, driving home. I think it's meant to say boxes, carrying the boxes to the car, driving home, trying to work out how to get it into the car so you can get it out. Finally, removing it from the car and end up completely exhausted, remembering that you still need to get it from the car to the lift, then hoping that you can get it all in the lift without the doors closing and then potentially losing it, then getting it from the lift to your door and into your house slash apartment. One day, many days later, deciding to build them, getting frustrated and having a domestic, (laughs) getting back into it, realizing the dog must have eaten one of the pieces, even though, you know, it was actually you who lost it. (laughs) Building, minus that piece anyway, telling yourself it will be just fine. Putting it in place, telling your partner it's done. They comment, why is it slightly twisted? (laughs) Having an argument saying they can build it next time and then having it sit where it will remind you for the rest of your time that you should have just bought this one and lived happily ever after. You're welcome. (laughs) So (laughs) that is, honestly, I think that's the best product description I have ever seen. So obviously it's for a bookshelf, but I was in hysterics reading this and we're recording this episode at least 12 months after I took the screenshot of the ad. So obviously it was really memorable, but it just, it it left such a lasting impression on me that I just knew that we had to bring the learnings from that to you through our podcast. This is hilarious because I'm in my new office looking over at the flat pack bookshelves that my husband and I built while having a domestic and having all those leftover pieces afterwards. So it just totally <laughs> brings me back to like, uh, whoops, are they supposed to be in there somewhere? And, um, yeah, I love that description because it's so true and so real. Unfortunately, we don't have Ikea in Hobart, so these are from Bunnings, but it's totally the same thing. And the boxes sat there for days. They sat in the car because we then had to take them from the car to here. (laughs) And it's just makes you think of that totally. So if you think of all the alternative copy they could have used, they could have just ended up with something super boring and forgettable, just like all the other listings, like white bookshelf, six shelves, few scuffs. 
and you probably would have just kept on scrolling. The fact that they had such a hilarious description made you want to buy it straight away. So I really like that. If you're thinking about other examples with your store of how you could make it memorable like this. So if you're selling a pair of jeans, you can say blue jeans, denim, have some cool rips <laughs> or you know you can say look stylish when you're next to the school pickup you know and be the envy of all your friends in these great super soft super comfortable denim jeans that go over your lady lumps with ease or something along those lines so yeah um, so this one I mean we'll get into and I think we can we can talk on like how people can kind of follow the formula in a little bit but i do also want to touch on like this ad did have some great images with it as well. So you need both. You need to have a great product description. And I would like, as we always say in our program, Ecom Igniter, images are the most important thing. But if you've got, if you've got your images, then you have to have that amazing product description as well, because some people like to read uh, geek out on that kind of thing. And if you can create something that's super memorable, then the next time people are looking for bookcases or jeans, then they're going to think of you. So images are really, really important because it uh, is processed by the human brain 60,000 times faster than text. So when looking at an item in a physical store, as you've probably heard us say many times before, customers can pick the item up, look at it from all angles, touch it, feel it, and even try it on. And they can't do that when they're shopping online. So it's our responsibility to replicate that experience as much as we can through the computer screen. And image is a really powerful way to do that. But also the product description, when you start to kind of future trip in your product descriptions and go, yeah, I can totally picture myself putting it into the car. I can totally picture myself, me and hubby losing some pieces and going, no, just put them over there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really um, it's really important. And I remembered this ad because the copy or the words, it made me feel, it evoked an emotion in me it made me laugh it made me happy and it planted itself as a memory in my brain yeah and the writer of this ad definitely identified those pain points of the alternative solution so going to Ikea and putting together the flat pack and having the domestic so they've overcome those pain points with humor and with wit and they painted a picture using only words so realizing the dog must have eaten one of the pieces so I've actually got another example here that does that really well and it's a brand that my husband buys. It's called Milkman Grooming Co. And they've got, it's a $14 beard comb. So it's not a huge purchase, but they have great product descriptions and it says nothing breaks the concentration of a man stroking his beard in deep thought like beard tangles. Our beard comb is built to destroy tangles with thick, high-profile teeth that won't get caught in your hair. It will leave your beard smooth like butter. Now you can forget the knots and get back to the finer things in life, like beard stroking. <laughs> so again, um, it's painted the picture of a guy that sits there, you know, stroking his beard, and then all of a sudden he's got tangles. Uh, so that's the alternative. Or they can use this comb and get all those knots out and be able to stroke it with ease. So they could have just written, you know, teeth, beard, comb, timber. Yeah, 14 millimetres, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like the technical or, you know, bringing that emotion and the humour into it. And I really like descriptions that do put that humour in there. 
Yeah, if it's on brand for them. I think it's also really important to include the specs and the technical stuff in there somewhere, but it doesn't need to be the main focus of it. You can really bring in those product descriptions that do evoke those emotions. So what we want to do in today's episode is to really just inspire you to zhuzh up your own product descriptions. And we have come up with a couple of tips on how to do that. So our three tips to creating memorable and emotion-evoking product descriptions, number one is to avoid trying to be too professional or too fancy. So just write like you talk. Pretend you're talking to a friend if that helps you, and that way it'll kind of naturally flow. And if you think about it, if you're selling something in store, you would just talk to the person and go through those things. So pretend you've got a customer in front of you and start writing your description as if you're talking to that person. Uh, So that way you're keeping it on brand because it's going to be your voice throughout all of your products as well. Yeah. And I think like I've seen, you know, typos in emails and product descriptions and stuff like that. And it actually makes me just feel like a real person wrote it. I don't, I I know there are some, you know, (laughs) spelling and grammar, you know, people out there who want to point everything out, but I actually don't, I don't know. I just feel like it, it makes me connect to a human when I see stuff like that. So The second tip is to identify pain points that your customers have. And so we're talking about the real pain points, the hidden ones, the ones that they don't actually want you to know about. So things like having an argument with your partner while putting (laughs) together the bookshelves, um, trying to put put the boxes into the car, um, all of those pain points that are completely relatable. And you kind of want to go, I think, down, you know, a couple of steps um, with this one. So you want to say, like, what are people trying to avoid or what are the alternative um, solutions to this product that I'm selling? And then identify the pain points to that. So this one, the example that we're using here, the bookshelf, it's a pre-made bookshelf. People can just come and pick it up and buy it. But instead of using the pain points of other pre-made bookshelves, they've used and ident- or they've identified the pain points of alternatives, which is actually a flat pack. And so they're not selling flat packs at all, but they have identified that as one of the alternative pain points. And so they've really like gone deep into those. So have a think about with your product and what you're selling, what are some of the alternatives? So, for example, um, when Karen was mentioning um, the jeans previously, an example might actually be that you're wearing, you know, an example might be that there's a, you're wearing a skirt and it, the wind gets up and flies <laughs> your skirt up and while you've got um, your hands full with groceries and kids. And so the pain point there might be, you know, avoid, avoid showing your knickers when you're doing the shopping by wearing <laughs> sensible jeans that actually look cool or, you know, whatever. I'm just making this up on the fly here. <laughs> but um, you don't necessarily have to just be boring with your pain points is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, don't have to lie on the bed to put on these jeans because they need to like, they're so tight and sticky, you know. I've seen that ad where there's like the, oh, little the jeans dance on the bed and they're doing yeah. the jean dance. Yeah, <laughs> so avoid the jean dance by using our super stretchy, you know, jeans, something like that. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, the other tip we have for you is to use humour and wit. So you want to make sure it's within your brand voice and don't be afraid to bring the lols because laughter is a great memory anchor. So this can be even if your product isn't like a funny, humorous product. This is from Who Gives a Crap and they're a toilet paper subscription. So toilet paper you think about not very exciting or humorous, but it says these 100% bamboo rolls are 100% the most elegant toilet paper ever. They're as soft and strong as a unicorn's mane minus the split ends and look majestic in your loo. Fancy toilet rolls without the fancy price tag. How posh. So you can really, you know, that is on brand for them. They're very kind of tongue-in-cheek and a bit playful with all of their branding and um, just think how boring this description could have been for toilet rolls. Could have just said 100% bamboo, 24 double-length rolls. (laughs) And we were going, oh, right. But the fact that they're going to be as soft as a unicorn's mane without the split ends you know, it's starting to evoke that humorous response and I'm far more likely to remember that description. Um, The fact that I just remembered it on the fly to bring it up, you know, that brand has sunk into my head because of the humor that they use throughout the descriptions. And they kind of touch on all of the tips that we've got. So avoid trying to be too professional or fancy. Like the talking about a unicorn's mane, it's not super (laughs) profesh, but, and it's not, it's, you know, it's not fancy in any way in terms of like, you know, proper and professional and what people think when they start to write product descriptions is they think they have to be, you know, they're writing an essay at school and their teacher is going (laughs) to mark their work. Like it's not, they've done a really good job of that. They've also done, I mean, they do a really good job of identifying pain points and alternative pain points. So like they talk about um, the- Lugging that big thing of toilet paper home from the grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. They talk about, and like they talk about- um, the benefits that they have as well. So like it being recyclable or recycled, sorry. I don't know if you'd want to recycle that. Um, (laughs) Recycled. (laughs) Um, They talk about, you know, giving back. I don't know if you've got the website up there, but, um, you know, they really, they tick all of those boxes. So there's a, there are, there are a few brands who are doing this, but they are far and few between. So we really want to encourage you guys to just go through read your product descriptions are they a bit default a bit boring a little bit lackluster can you judge them up a little bit by just talking how you would talk to a friend and identifying some of those pain points and if you need to you can brainstorm those pain points with people sometimes it's hard when you're so close to it yourself but um you know, just think about the pain points and then overcome them and don't be afraid to bring in that humour and wit. And I remember they had, they've changed it now, but they used to have a button that said um, for all the boring accountants or something that want to read all the finer yeah, details. all the boring bits. All the boring bits. And then you can yeah. go through and read about, you know, all the specs about the toilet paper, the less fun stuff. So they actually made it like a joke out of the fact that if you needed to read all of that, you know, that was all the boring stuff and they're telling you all the fun stuff. Even just this one line they've got plays well with most septic tanks. Like that could just be, say, suitable for septic tanks. Mm. The fact that they've gone and just said plays well, it's just that slight wording change that just makes it a little bit more fun and on brand. Yeah. So there's a couple of good examples. There's, um, there are some other good examples other than my Facebook marketplace uh <laughs> shelving unit however I just thought it was it just cracked me it's up great. so 
I wanted to share it and I wanted to share it with you guys. Hopefully you have found some inspiration to go and judge up your own product descriptions. I don't know who to credit uh, this advertising gold to because it's a screenshot that I took and it doesn't have their name or anything on it. It was just in Facebook Marketplace. But if that was you who wrote that product description, thank you so much for the lols and for being the inspiration for this podcast episode. (laughs) Thank you. So if you'd like some more examples of some great product descriptions and how you can zhuzh up your own, make sure you check out the show notes for this episode. Bye.